TheOAMNetwork.com. What is up, everybody out there? How's it going? You. Welcome to the first ever episode. Well, not first ever because we did a preface episode, but welcome to the first official episode of No Bluffs, Just Bets, MBJB, baby. Yep, Please yep. say the baby. We wheezy up in this thing. Uh, I am the one, the only CJ Hurt, and I'm joined alongside by Justin Ford. What's up, man? I'm doing all right. How about yourself, CJ? I am all right. Ready to try and make these good people Lots and lots of money. That's good. what the show is about. Good, good, because my taxes just got ate up, so I need some money. Ate up how so? Ugh, don't even ask. Okay, all right. Call owning a house. Okay, so we're going, <laughs> baby needs a new pair of shoes, Justin needs a new house. <laughs> Let's hop right on into it. Yo, so... That is first segment or one of the many segments we have on this show. Uh, don't believe the hype. Some people get hyped up. Some teams, some things, some stats just get all types of hype. And it's aggravating for everybody. And some people don't realize it's aggravating. So I have to tell them, you know, don't believe this hype. Don't don't pay attention to this because right. it's, it's again, it's just hype. It's all all show. No go, if you will. And. Well, we're the hype that I'm trying to warn you guys against to this week, uh, Phoenix Mercury. All right. The hype that is the Mercury in the WNBA right now. Uh, they currently sit at 72 odds to win it all. And it's if you were looking at it, you'd be like, oh, great. Those are great odds. I'm going to pick them again. Right. You're thinking about a Phoenix Mercury team that almost swept through the entire playoffs last year, had one loss in the playoffs. I think that made them 9-1 and one in the playoffs. Phoenix Mercury, they had the best record in the league last year Got as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm hyped up already. You are? They have the best player in the NBA, best all-around player in Brittany Griner. All right. She, she changes the way you play offense because she's that good defensively. You have to stay out of the paint and stay away from her because she's she's blocking everything. She's sending it the other way. Right. Uh, and then you have, on top of that, you have Diana Taurasi, who's there as well. But I like Brittany Griner, so we're just going to go with that. Well, I mean, Diana Taurasi is a stud. Sure. She is. She led the team in scoring last year, led the team in three-point percentage as well. So you have you have two superstars on one team. But all right, one of them's out of fifth of the season. Brittany Griner is out for seven games. Now uh, I, I gotta ask, why would a player be out for seven games? Well, we domestic abuse. Oh boy, which I this is not a a topical podcast, <laughs> so we'll we'll leave it at that. Right. I just real quick, I don't understand domestic abuse. To me, was man on woman, not woman on woman. To me, that's a fair fight, and so I don't understand it. <laughs> but that's right. that's not a this isn't a topical podcast. This well, is just leave it about on the table. Yeah, just, winning you some money, right? And seven games is a fifth of the WNBA season. That is a lot. That is a lot for domestic abuse with her then fiance and current wife. Right, uh, they got married about three weeks ago. They're doing uh, all right. Gloria Johnson, who plays for Tulsa, by the way, the Tulsa Shock. So 
seven games, fifth of the season. That's equivalent of three NFL games, 16.8. We'll round up to 17 uh, NBA games. Wow. And two and a half college football games. So two games and a half in college football. Yeah, I mean, if you if you asked any – if you asked in the beginning of any season, hey, uh, Chris Paul's going to be out 17 games. Do you think the Clippers are going to be good this year? You go, ugh, I don't know. I mean, that you would say they'll make the playoffs. Right. But – I don't know what they'll they do after the playoffs, right? Because you got to ask, how is she going to be coming back into right, coming back into everything? What seed are they going to get? Like I said, they they almost swept through the playoffs last year. That one loss was at Minnesota. Surprise, right? Minnesota's back again, bigger, better, better, more motivated than ever after their loss in the Western Conference Finals. And so you're looking at a team where. If they don't get home court throughout and they have to go on the road to play Minnesota and they have to play them twice on the road, uh, do they get by them? Right. I don't think they can. I don't think they do. Yeah, it's going to be tough, especially trying to get back in the zone, you know, being out all those games and then having to – you said the first game that they come back, they're playing Minnesota. and so. Uh, well, the first game, Brittany Griner comes right. back. Brittany, so the Mercury played Minnesota once in Griner's absence. Okay. And then the very, ne- the very first game, Griner comes back. Is against Minnesota, and we all know it takes a while for you to warm up to yes. the to the season. And everybody else will be done with their warm up phase to the season, and Brittany Griner will be trying to, you know, get into exactly. WNBA shape and everything like that. So who knows when we'll see the Brittany Griner that we saw last year? Especially, and just one quick note, you know, uh, you said they play him once before she uh, she returns, and once when she returns. So that's possible two losses, and then you're going to play them twice in the playoff. You know, potentially twice at home in the playoffs, you know, how do you go in knowing that you've lost or let's say they do lose twice, how do you go into that playoffs thinking, I just lost these guys twice, you know. So I I, I say again, I wouldn't believe the hype in uh in that team trying to go all the way. They have the second best odds out of the West with the team with the best odds being surprised the Minnesota Lynx. <laughs> uh so right. they have the second best odds. They currently again they sit at seven to two odds you know, to win to win the West. And I just don't I just don't know how you can have a team that high have the odds that much in a team's favor when they're losing their second best score, their rebound leader, and their blocks leader. Yeah. Brittany Griner averages dang near four blocks a game. Three point eight blocks a game. So that's, that'd be like if we if the Grizzlies lost Marcus Saul and Zebo. Yeah, that, that's the type of production you're losing. Honestly, Tarasi Tarasi is there and she's entering her 12th season in the WNBA. Wow! But 12 seasons in, this is when you begin to see yeah a step or two being lost. Yes. She needs grinding. They're not necessarily Batman and Robin that because they're both superheroes. No one is a sidekick, right. but. Tarasi can't carry this team by herself, and certainly she can't carry this team to a WNBA championship if Brittany Griner is not there for seven games, Yeah, and, which she's not going to be. And, you know, I'm just going to say this one quick little side, too. Uh, you think, okay, now she's carrying the whole team for 17 games and carrying the team while Brittany Griner gets back into her flow. How much is she really going to have left toward the end of the season? That's, that's I didn't even think about that. All that energy exerted to keep the team afloat right. down the stretch. Gosh, it's it's just going to be tough. It really is. Uh, So, yeah, if if you're betting on the Phoenix Mercury out there on Futures, you're probably going to lose some money. Yes. And I think we have a sounder for you losing money betting on (laughs) the Mercury.
Yes. Yes. That is that is what you're losing right there. <laughs> losing all types of coin, baby. Yes. Can we hear that again? Nice. There it is. All right. Nice. All that money right there. That that was four dings right there. I do believe that you just lost betting on the Mercury messing around. So don't don't make that bet. Stay away from the hype of the Mercury. They're not going to win it all. Although if Brittany Griner was there, seven to two odds, I say take the Mercury all day or every day. <laughs> but yeah. and, and you know they did win Game Three against Atlanta, and Griner didn't play because of a face injury. But but that's Minnesota, Atlanta. Minnesota is yeah. a different team. Yeah, Minnesota is a completely different team. So stay away from them. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to. Something else, I'm thirsty. Oh. I need a refreshment. You okay. guys, bear with me a moment while I go get me some Kool-Aid. Yes. Mm. It's time to drink on some Kool-Aid. Ooh, it's kind of sugary. Favorite Kool-Aid. Favorite flavor. Uh, <laughs> Red. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three red ones. Anything Fruit red. Crunch, strawberry, Anything cherry. red. Hey. Okay. I, uh, cherry. I'll go cherry. Cherry? Yeah. I, uh... The cash saver down the street mm-hmm. uh, off Madison used to have this watermelon Kool-Aid Ooh. that was clear. So it looked like water. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and it was great. You put the right type of sugar in it. That's deadly. You, you put a little bit of a drink in it. I was about to say, you if you, a little drink if in you it, don't put something in it, you uh, put a what little, are you doing with your life? You put a little drink in yes. it. Yes. Um, I think that's the only reason why you drink Kool-Aid as a kid. So when you get 21, you can put something <laughs> you in it. You can put some drink in <laughs> right. it, baby. So I, I made this Kool-Aid. I know it's a sidebar, but we'll get on to the whose Kool-Aid I'm drinking on in a second. Tell you this Kool-Aid story. Uh, got Just got to Memphis. Knew my girlfriend at the time and her friends. Right. One of her friends goes in the kitchen after I make this Kool-Aid. Mind you, it's watermelon. It's got some drink in it. Yeah. And it's clear. Ooh. That's all. So it looks like water. Okay. So she sits there and proceeds to drink. The, I have one cup of a gallon. Oh. She proceeds to murk the rest of the drink. So and, you mixed it well. Oh, yeah. And she was sitting there talking about how this is the best taste of water I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> and I come in. I come in. She's talking about how good the water tastes and everything right. like that. Like, where did you get this picture from? Right. This must be right. filtered or something like, like, hey, like that. that's Memphis water. And, uh... I walk in, I grab the pitcher, and it's empty. It's like, yo, you been drinking out of this? This wasn't water. <laughs> this was drink. This was Conrad's cocktail, right, if you will. Right, right, right. Oh, made me so mad. <laughs> but Kool-Aid I'm sipping on right now is LeBron James. Bron, Bron. Bron, Bron. Uh, just phenomenal in the playoffs. Got the NBA Finals set to square off on Thursday. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. And LeBron is approaching best small forward ever status. And that is why right. I'm drinking that Kool-Aid. And if you drink on LeBron's Kool-Aid, <laughs> you're probably drinking on the Cavs Kool-Aid as a whole and yes. have them winning the NBA Finals. Uh, his 8.3 assists in the playoffs, good for second best just behind Chris Paul. Okay. So picture that. Your forward is averaging 8.3 assists per game, which is just showing how uh, – He's able to make plays for other players on the team and how they're stepping up and finishing the plays off that he's making. Right. Well, he said it time and time again, you know, hey, I have to be in the game, you know, just to be that leader and, and that uh, that guy who can kind of control the floor. You know, if he's not on the court, there's a dramatic difference um, than someone like Kyrie Irving. You know, he, even though Kyrie's good, you know, 
if LeBron's not on the floor, oof. So yeah, just having him there is, you know. So I'll, I'll drink that Kool Aid, even though I'm gonna sip on the tea of the go- the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> can't double sip. <laughs> can We only sip one time when we sip okay. real slow, baby. LeBron playoff stat line: twenty-seven point six points per game, ten point four rebounds per game, eight point three assists, one point eight steals, one point three blocks. He's doing everything, <laughs> all types of fire. Let me right. hear that one more time. Oh. From everywhere but behind the three-point line where he is shooting 17.6% from three. Oh, goodness. Say it ain't so, Bron Bron. Bron Bron can't make a 3-3 save his life life. <laughs> but he can get everybody else involved. Right. And when J.R. Smith is shooting the ball as well as he's shooting it, Della Vadova, James Jones – he doesn't have to shoot it well. He just has to set them up. And you still have to honor and respect him because right. he's the best player on the planet. And that's what these finals come down to. The Golden State Warriors have a better team. Yes. LeBron James is the better player. Now, see, are you saying this because you got some uh, little Memphis pride in you? You know, you don't want to No. Remember? Okay. No. Okay. No Memphis. I, I love Memphis. Right. No, no Memphis pride going on here. Golden State is the better team. When you look at what Steph Curry can do, what Klay Thompson can do, what Draymond Dr- Green, although right. he's struggling from three also, only shooting 26% from three in yeah. the playoffs. Right. Uh, you look at what the, the defensive intensity uh, Bogut gives you. You got Andre Iguodala. You got Barbosa coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes is in there also. You're, like they yeah. are deep. They are stout. Yes. David Lee coming off the bench I think when necessary. Every three point shooter who Memphis could get and just sign them up for just Yeah. Swooped them up. Yeah. Grabbed them. Why not? And it, that's why they're here. Golden State is a five and a half uh point favorite in game one. Okay. And they're a six point favorite for game two. But you're still going heat. I'm going I mean, not, I'm not, going not heat. Cavs. <laughs> I'm going Cavs. That was a slip. I'm going Cavs. To win the series. Okay. Um, I'm going Golden State to win game one. Okay. So I'm drinking LeBron Kool-Aid. I'm drinking the Cavs Kool-Aid to win the series. Okay. But LeBron struggles in the finals in game one. He has a 1-4 record uh, in the finals in game one with the one win against Dallas his first year uh, with the Heat. Yeah, I remember um, who they play last year. The Spurs. Right. So they had that game one, and the Spurs won. And I was like, everybody's like, ooh, that's so awesome. I was like, I don't know. Just watch Bron Bron because he's going to come back. And I think he I – th- didn't they sweep the um, the rest? I think they swept. No. They didn't? No, last year they lost. What was the – The year before anyways, The year before that. That's uh, what I'm thinking about. It was the Spurs again, and they didn't sweep, sweep then either. They lost in seven. Are you thinking? You're thinking about Oklahoma City. Well, Oklahoma City won Game One, and then the Cav, the Heat, that gentlemanly it. swept them okay. out of the playoffs. One of okay. the next four. That's okay. what you're thinking of. I'm sorry about that, you guys. Oh, no problem. They forgive you. It's all love over here. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, and what do the Thunder and this Golden State Warriors team have in common? Lack of finals experience. Yeah. I do believe Kendrick Perkins was on that Thunder team, and he had significant finals experience. Uh, and that makes them different from Golden State. The Thunder different from Golden State because Golden State doesn't have anybody on their no. their roster who's no. been to an NBA Finals. The, in fact, you have to look at Steve Kerr, and that's fine. And Danny, when your coach has final experience <laughs> as a coach, but not as a player, as a player. Yes, Steve Kerr has only been there as a player. Yes, so I, it'll be interesting. I mean, to he's going to be standing on the outside of the huddle, basically. 
Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. And then you don't have that person on the court to settle everything down when things get hectic. Right. When when the shots aren't falling, when the opposing team is going on the run because everybody makes a run in the NBA, and it's all about how you handle how you adjust on the fly. Your coach can't sit there and constantly call timeouts. There is nobody who you can hack a in this series. No. Unless they pick Kendrick Perkins in, then feel free to hack at him. But he's not getting in the game. Yeah, but he's going to throw like a fire extinguisher or, yeah. something, like, <laughs> or something like that at somebody. It's going to be bad. So, uh, yeah, the the lack of finals experience for the Warriors, I think, matters a lot. And we always like experienced people because experienced people have been there. They know what to do. They know how to handle it. And you have to go back to 1991 to the Chicago Bulls to find a team with this many finals rookies on it. Oh, now, goodness. that 91 Bulls team, oh goodness, they won. Oh. But I don't think this Golden State team has a player like Jordan. No. <laughs> Is it safe to say? Very safe. Okay, all right. So, no one's having the Steph Curry or the Michael Jordan debate. Nobody yet? No. Okay. All right, although a third of America thinks Jordan could beat LeBron right now. Oh, I thought you were going to say a third of America thinks that no. uh, Steph Curry's baby's cute, but no, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's more than a third. Oh yeah, but uh, so here's here's what I'm telling you: pick the Cavs, who I do believe are uh, at two to one odds to win. Let me check that out for you before I confirm that. But I think they're two to one odds to win the NBA final. Yes, they're two to one odds to win the NBA finals. Take them to win the NBA finals. Golden State. Five-and-a-half-point favorites. Pick Golden State to not only win but cover in game one. They're six-point favorites in game two. Pick the Cavs to win game two on Sunday. Okay. And Cavs to win the series. That's how confident I am in LeBron's abilities. And, I, you and know the rest what, of the Cavs team, honestly. I'm I'm going with you. I'm going Dude, with you. Yeah. I'm you have it. to. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they limped in. Well, they didn't limp in. They Other teams limped in. Right. Portland limped in. Yeah. Memphis limped into the oh, playoffs. Goodness. Some teams in the East backed into the playoffs. <laughs> the Celtics backed into the playoffs. Right, right. Not the Cavs team, especially defensively, and that's what wins championships, all right? Defense. And in the second half of the year, after LeBron's FMLA leave, <laughs> after the Cavs <laughs> traded and got Mozzie and JR and Shump, the Cavs posted a better margin of victory than the Warriors. And in the playoffs, the Cavs are plus 8.8. Warriors are plus 8.1. Uh, Cavs are the second-best team in the playoffs, holding opponents to just over 41% field goals and are holding opponents to 28% from behind the arc. Let that sink in. That space and pace, Cavs shut that down. The Hawks, one of the best, the, maybe the second-best, maybe the best offense in the league right. at the time, shut that down, took all of that away. The Bulls were a good offensive team. The Cavs shut that down, took that away. I mean, that's pretty much the whole strategy right there for yeah. Golden State. I mean, just stretch it out. Stretch it out. If you don't have a shot, penetrate. Give it to somebody who has a shot. Right. And I think that Shumpert can cover Curry for extended periods of time. Right. I think LeBron, if necessary, can chase around Klay Thompson. Yeah. And I think that takes away. And if you take those two pieces away, that's the offense right there for Golden State. That's it. Trying to create threes for them and then letting when the defense over-pursues the three, over-commits to the three, swinging the ball back around, getting easy layups, easy shots. Got 
even taking a contested three, but the defense is out of position. So now Golden State Warriors have Draymond Green right there to clean up the glass, get the offensive board and everything like that. They're one of the better offensive rebounding teams in the league. Um, So that's their game plan. If you can take that away from them, and I think the Cavs can, you can win a bunch of games in this series. Yeah. So lose one. Lose one. Gentlemanly sweep the rest? Gentlemen sweep. Okay. I got Cavs in five. I know it's crazy. Everybody else is Warriors, Warriors, Warriors. But I'm not everybody else. I can't say Warriors three times fast. Warriors, Warriors, Warriors. There it there is. There you go. You do not want to see him say that, by no, the way. No, <laughs> I had to really enunciate. Uh, gentlemen sweep. Because if this, you can beat the Warriors one time at home. Okay. In a play in a seven game series, I don't know if you can beat them twice. Ooh. And so the way it's set not up, not with the, that low ceiling and the quote unquote pumped in noise. <laughs> you get the two three two format in the finals. Mm-hmm. If it goes back to Golden State, could be an issue. So, and and just really off topic. So, do you think this is just going to be another boring playoff match? Just all right. I don't think the playoffs have been boring. That's me personally as okay. a basketball enthusiast. But I can understand the the lack of excitement because there there haven't been competitive finals, right. not finals, but competitive playoff matchups. Um. But I, I enjoy watching good teams be good. I enjoy right. watching great teams be great. So I've enjoyed watching the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers and their respective conference championships pit teams away, pit the Hawks and pit the uh, Rockets away. I've enjoyed that. Now, another – I keep saying quick aside, but if the just some uh, magical being comes down and lets the Golden State Warriors defeat the Cavs in, uh, and they only lose once – would you say the Grizzlies are better than the Cavs? I don't know. That's not what this podcast is about. This okay. is not a topical podcast. Okay. So this is All about right. money. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it's about. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. Straight cash, homie. Uh, well, you know what? We're running a little bit low on time. This is fun. It is fun. Let's go all in for a second. All right. All in. We're going to bet on the ponies. Giddy up. I love the ponies. Only, Are we talking only... about genuine or? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting story I have to tell you off air about that song coming on in the club and me grabbing a girl. I'll tell you right now, as a matter of fact, we got we got enough time for one okay. more story. All right. uh, in the club with a group of people, friends, and Was everything Was it on a like Tuesday? That. No, it was on a Thursday. <laughs> okay. No, wait, it was on a Tuesday. Going I was up. at the club going up on a Tuesday um, a couple years ago, and we're sitting there, and everybody's talking, socialized, drinking, and nobody wants to dance. And so me and my guy, we're there dancing and just acting silly and stuff like that, and right. my pony comes on, and it's like, yo, I'm finna grab the first chick I see. Well, the first chick I see was another friend of ours, and it's his girlfriend right now at the time. Oh. And so I grabbed her, said, come on, let's go, you dance with me. <laughs> okay. And she said, uh... Something along the lines of, I can't, I have a drink. Oh. And I said something along the lines of, beep your drink. Oh. What the beep does that have to do with my pony? <laughs> and we went out there and danced. Uh, so we're betting on the ponies. Right. Specifically American <laughs> Pharaoh. Going oh, all yeah. in on Pharaoh. Yes. Not to win. Okay. Not to win the Triple Crown. Okay. But we'll, we'll do it to place. Okay. And for those of you, well, not place to show, actually. So you can bet on your horse to win, which means they come in first place. Mm -hmm. You can bet on your horse to place, which means the horse must come in either first 
or second place. All right. And you can bet on the horse to show first, second, or third place. Okay. And I'm telling you that while he may not win, and I don't think he'll win, I personally like materiality in this. I think materiality is a faster horse, and he's a fresher horse than American Pharaoh. But that's something else. He might not win. He won't win, but he should come in the top three. There have been 23 horses to head into the Belmont having won the Derby and the Preakness. All right. Four of them either didn't finish or didn't race. Most notably, I'll have another in 2012 pulled out right before the race. And Big Brown pulled up during the race because of an injury and did not finish. So of the 19 horses that raced, their average finish was third place. Okay. Just six of those 19 horses finished outside the top three. Picking Pharaoh to finish in the top three is a is almost a lot. So, it's, it's, and that's why I'm all in. Okay, all right. Um, what's the what's the other bet where you can do uh, like you can try to figure out which one's going to come in in what order? Do you know which one that is? No. Okay, never mind. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story, very quick. Uh, what was the one in Baltimore? The Preakness. Yes. Okay, so uh, me and my wife we were going to bet on the uh, ponies, and. Um, so we, we went in, and we were like, all right, we're going to do American Pharaoh and then a couple other horses, and then it started raining. And you know what I said when it started raining? What? Shit. That's what I said. And so when it started <laughs> raining, then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, everyone that we had in dropped back, yeah. and we lost everything. So I'm going to listen to you. And that that is why... That is where your tax money went. It didn't yes. go to the house. It went to a bad horse bed. It went to a house. <laughs> Someone's house. <laughs> that it did. Uh, American Pharaoh's jockey, Victor Espinosa. Th- this gives me a little bit of pause. Yeah. Th- but this is his third shot to win a Triple Crown. He had War Emblem in 2002. He had uh, California Chrome Okay. also. Ooh. War Emblem finished... Eighth, Oof. California Chrome finished fourth. Yeah. So of those six horses that finished outside of the top three, Victor Espinosa was on two of them. And so that is why I don't think he wins this one. Right. Although we love experience. Yes. But he didn't win anything. He was he was kind of that's there. bad experience. He was there. <laughs> yes. And gosh, remember War Emblem stumbles and trips out of the gate and just never recovers in 2002, which just I know made a bunch of everybody upset right and so for victor espinosa to come back after that 2002 debacle to lead california chrome and then to lead american pharaoh to a triple crown potential uh first jockey ever to have three shots at the at the triple crown he's amassed 13 not 13 he's amassed 3200 victories wow and earnings are you ready for his earnings roll 182.2 million I'll take a little bit of that. Just a just a tiny. Yeah. He can give me the point too. <laughs> That's what I'll take. Holla at your boy. Right. But yeah. It's it's just one of those things where if Victor Espinosa makes a move too early in the race, which he has been prone to do, it can it can mess him up. Um if now, do we know if this track is a shorter track or a longer track? No, this track? is a longer track. This oh, is a okay. mile and a half. Okay. And that's why. Uh, the track favors off-pace horses because right. of the length of the track. And American Pharaoh can do it. He can be pinned down, but he can be on the outside as well. Right. So he can win from both spots. And he is he is the best horse in the race, without a doubt. 
how many times have we seen the best individual yeah. or the best team come up a little bit short? A la California Chrome. Cal- California Chrome. Remember Smarty Jones? Smarty came into the Belmont went after winning the Preakness by 11 and a half links. Wow. But uh, was a little off his game. A little off. And he was pinned between two horses for mm-hmm. most of the race. And then he just pulls away down the stretch. You're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is it. Right. Smarty Jones is going to win the Triple Crown. Be the first horse to win the Triple Crown since 1979. Affirmed it. Right. Nope. Birdstone passed him 50 yards from the wire. Again, War Emblem came in. Stud horse. Somebody right. everybody had their money on to win the race. And he trips and stumbles out of the gate and never really recovers. So people don't take it from me. Don't bet on uh, American Pharaoh to win, right? But bet on him to show he's going to get a top three finish. And doubly take it from me. Don't do it. <laughs> somebody else. I'm all in on, or and it's not somebody. It's a, it's a team actually. Okay. I'm all in on the Mets road struggles. All right. I I love the fact that the Mets uh. I don't love the fact that they're struggling on the road. I mean, for betting purposes. For betting purposes. It makes it easy to bet. Right. The Mets are, think about it, the Mets are tied for first with the Washington Nationals in the NL East. They are a first-place team. They are leading their division, but they are just 8-15 and 15 on the road on the year. Wow. Oh, man, and it's pitiful. The, the stats are awful when you think about the Mets having just 61 RBIs on the season. Worse than the MLB. They had, they're batting just 223 on the road. Worse than the MLB. They are fifth worse than the MLB in homers as well. Now, I know that they went out there and smacked the Padres mm-hmm. uh, the other day for their eighth road win on the year. And Daniel <laughs> Murphy had to go crazy. Well, he didn't have to go crazy, but right. he did go crazy going four for five with three RBIs. And the groom went out there and retired his first 15 batters. I understand that, but I'm telling you, that is an anomaly. That is not the norm. <laughs> that is that is not the right. ma- the norm is what the averages right, say. Right, right, Not these blips on the so screen. If, even if you were lost on that game, you're going to make your money back up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, just continue to bet against the Mets on the road. On the road. Got it. You have to. I, I know that uh, Bart- Bartolo Colon. He had the nice little double, which probably should have been a triple if he was in any type of shape. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, amongst the league leaders and wins with eight. But if he's on the road, who do you bet on? You bet on the road. Yes. You bet whoever's on the whoever's yes. at home. Don't bet on the Mets on the road. Uh, and made the Mets came alive. They did really well, and that's why they were able to hold on to first place in their division. But I just don't think that, even though they posted the best uh, ERA in majors in the month of May, okay, I just don't think that they can do that for a prolonged period of time. No, this is just like a weird growth spurt. Yeah, pretty much. It's going to come back down. Pretty much. They're going to start feeling some type of discomfort, some type of joint pain. So, again, make money, Mm -hmm. bet against the Mets. Got it. That means it's time to go. Oh, got to talk really, really fast. Real quick recap. Do not bet on the Mercury to win the WNBA. Not at all. Do bet on the Cavs and LeBron James to win the finals. But do not not bet on them to win game one. Bet on Golden State to win game one. General Uh, sweep. Bet on American Pharaoh not to win, not to place, Uh but to show. Bet on American Pharaoh to get third. Uh, I'm betting on materiality. You can bet on them if you want to, (laughs) but you don't have to. Also... 
Bet on the Mets to continue to lose on the road. Yes. They're pitiful on the road. Yeah. Keep betting on the Mets to lose. Uh, it's been fun. Yes, sir. Real fun. Uh, for Justin, I'm CJ. We'll catch you guys next time. No Bluffs, Just Bets is a production of The Ohm Network. For more information, go to theomnetwork.com.